So tonight we want to tap into the word divine. You've all, we all heard the word divine. We've read it. We've studied it. You might have some other definitions, but this is what I want to release to you today. Divine means of God or God-like. Amen? Uh, it, it means to be God-like heroes with divine power uh, as well. And so we read in the Bible the great heroes of faith in Hebrews 11 that they all functioned. They all functioned with divine capability. What are you talking about, Brother Michael? Throughout the Bible, from Genesis to Revelations, we recognize the divine capability of God operating and working through the lives of His chosen. You are God's chosen. We see in Hebrews chapter 11 that they all, all this uh, patriarchs of hope, they all function with divine capability. They operated in supernatural power. They were given spiritual uh, insight or eyesight. Some of them had a seer's anointing. We see that by faith, Enoch was translated. We know that uh, Noah prepared the ark. And we also read how Sarah received strength to conceive and birth Isaac at an old age. And in there I was reading that I, and I thought, well, strength. And I was thinking about this too. It takes a lot for a woman to birth a child. Ladies, will I get an amen on that? And I was thinking about <laughs> I was thinking about that in, in the sp uh, this afternoon when uh, my wife Yvonne and I had our first child uh, Evan, and we were we went to the the uh, you know first baby we were at the hospital way too soon, and uh, they finally put Yvonne in in the hospital bed, and she was laboring that that baby for 36 hours, and I remember remember the last part of the the uh, birthing process uh, she got a hold of my hand, and um, anyway we'll just let it go at that. But that, that birthing process, women need a lot of strength. So you consider Sarah at 90 years old? Come on. God gave her supernatural strength. She received a uh, divine, um, excuse me, divine um, whew, capability by the Spirit of God to birth that baby in Jesus' mighty name. Since God's prophets demonstrate divine capability by speaking mysteries, Secrets to divine capabilities. In, in Amos 3, 7. <laughs> I love you, Megan. It's okay. <laughs> praise the Lord. I've got a good sense of humor. All right. We're good. We're good. Uh, but praise the Lord. Okay, let's go back here. Uh, in uh, Amos 3, chapter 7. I mean, chapter 7, verse 3. Rabushingan dere britiba, so britiba rabaka. The Bible says that surely the Lord does nothing. Hear this, saints of God. This refers to you. Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secrets to his servants, his prophets. Amen? I want to talk to you about, we just talked about divine or God, what's godly. Now I want to talk to you about capability. We're going to give you an explanation. Now, please get this deep in your spirit. Capability. A capability is the ability to perform or achieve certain actions or outcomes. It's the ability to perform or achieve certain actions with the outcome, with the capacity. Now, listen to this. God has no limitations, saints. And when God gives you the ability to accomplish something, there is no limit in what he'll do with you or through you. Amen? with the capacity and the ability to produce and succeed in what they, uh, they will do. Their results are confirmed in the manifestation of those actions. 
You know, the Bible talks about God when he, when he gives us faith and he explains to us when we first become born again. We have childlike faith. And I want to give you testimonies. When I first came into the ministry, you know, way back, and uh, we were... Uh, we were, I, I had completed my time of being under the wing of uh, Sister Rita and I was asked to do a service and we're doing a service and we had a family come up to me and ask me if I would go to the hospital and pray, this individual would pray for his mother-in-law. Well, she was in the hospital and she was diagnosed, her liver, she had cirrhosis of the liver and they only gave her uh, a couple of more months to live. And I said, sure, I'll go over. This is what childlike faith will do. I said, I'll go over there and be, be glad to pray for her. Long story short, got over there, got to the hospital. Of course, it was a delay getting there, traffic. Got there, I was in the wrong building. Finally got to the room. And when I got to the room, the, uh, the, the son-in-law says, uh, Brother Michael, the doctor's here. They're only going to give you five minutes in the room. And so I said, that's fine. So I went into the room, and I was surprised to what I saw. There was a woman there. Total jaundice. Her liver was given out. Her skin was yellow. She looked. She had the colors uh, skin of just a, almost a, a banana. I, not being funny. Her eyes were all jaundiced. She had tubes going up her nose and and um, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, needles into her arm with with uh, those tubes. And uh, yeah, she was on her deathbed. And I had five minutes. And I said, I just stood there. I talked to her a few minutes. I said, Lord, do what only you can do. So with childlike faith, I simply play, prayed into her body and asked God to intervene. I was asked, I was escorted out of the room by the doctors, I went home. Two days later, I got a phone call from her son-in-law. And he says, Brother Maka, you won't believe what happened. I said, what? And he begins to explain to me, the doctors went in that day. They did the examinations. They were ready to do surgery on her. They came in the next day saying, this is, this is the truth. They came in the next day. They went to do surgery. God miraculously gave this woman a new liver, totally healed. The jaundice was gone. Uh, they taken the, She was there for two, two, two or three more days. They took the tubes out of her nose and out of her arm. She went home. Childlike faith will produce miracles when you put it into action. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Divine capability was in, is in childlike faith. It's God's ability to work in you and to work through you. God's ability that is given to every believer. And we witness this, saints, stay with Brother Mark here. We witness this during the beginning of creation. And the Bible says in Genesis 1, when God said, let there be light. God being light, he who is light, he being light, knew that as he would speak of himself, light would manifest or show itself plainly. You all know the story. Genesis 2, excuse me, Genesis 1, 27. This is the explanation of God created man. It said, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. How did God create you and I? I've got a question for you tonight. How did he create you and I? The Bible says, in his likeness, in his remembrance, in his depiction." in his portrayal, his representation, in his statute. When he created you and I, he created us in his image, spirit, soul, and body. As he created Adam out of the dust of the earth, he gave Adam a spirit, soul, and body. So why did God create man in his image? Another question. 
because he knew he would need vessels to continue his plan for salvation. The Bible tells us, you've all read it, that Jesus comes in the flesh as a man to provide humanity to be redeemed. Woo, somebody. To be delivered from the consequences of sin. He was given divine capability. Adam was given divine capability. You all know where we're going with this. I want to talk to you a little bit about how, how awesome, how profound, how incredible our God is. From the, now let, let's stay in this place of spiritual maturity. From the loins of the Father of glory, He, as a seed, Jesus, is the seed, is placed in the womb of a chosen vessel. I'm going to ask somebody to put in the comment section, chosen vessel. Where Jesus is conceived, birthed to be the evidence of the Son of God. Saints, as we believe as one of God's sons or daughters, one of His chosen, come on. Come on, somebody put, I am chosen by God in that comment section. I'm going to wait. I have been chosen by God. Now, let this go deep, deep into your spirit, man. God has placed in each one of you divine capability. God has anointed you. For what purpose? To talk with Him. To speak in languages. Spiritual languages. To pray with Him. To have times of intimacy, intimacy with Him. God has given you divine capability. So that you could speak as He speaks. That you would prophesy. That you would speak words of knowledge. That you would act as He acted. Opening up blind eyes, deaf ears, causing the lame to walk. Is somebody listening to this stream tonight? See, saints, God's intention, I feel the anointing right now, just dropped. It just dropped in this sanctuary. Father, we release that anointing through the stream into the homes to touch the hearts and the minds of those that are watching here right now. Yes, breathe your Ruach upon them. Breathe your spirit into them. Breathe your breath upon them right now, I ask you. In Jesus' mighty name. We're going to hit, in a few minutes, we're going to go after that spirit of oppression. Hallelujah. But let me, let me move here. Move here. Hallelujah. God's intention from the beginning that His beloved sons and daughters, they would replicate every act. Every word that took place, heard plainly and saw plainly in the life of Jesus while he was on this earth. That's God's intention for us. This is why he gives us divine capability. All the evidence of God, his heavenly father anointing him. How do you know that, Brother Michael? We'll always back it up with the word. Acts 10.38. How God, somebody say God. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who are oppressed 
by the devil, for God was with him. Saints, God is with you. He's given you the ability to heal those who are oppressed by the enemy. And those of you watching right now, if you felt the, the, the participation or you felt the sense of a spirit of oppression trying to come on you, I'm going to ask you to stand up where you are right now or just lift your hands to heaven and begin to give praise unto God. We're going to go after that spirit of oppression right now in Jesus' mighty name. The reason I'm speaking this is because we've gotten emails, we've got text messages from people who are going through a lot of, of things right now in the mind and that spirit of oppression is real heavy. But tonight we've got a good word. Tonight we have a sure word of prophecy. Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, and by the blood of the Lamb, we release your word now against every spirit of oppression and every assignment of oppression that has come against the minds of your people this week, O oh God. We ask you now to rebuke the devourer for our sakes um, as you come in and remove that spirit of oppression. We're asking you now to break down the barriers, break down the strongholds. And Lord, after these things are broken up, now we ask you to destroy destroy, to destroy the assignments, bind and rebuke the spirits, cast them into the outer darkness, bound with fetters and chains. Now, I want to drop something into you right now. Often we hear this in, 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 in some of the circles within the body of Christ, and it's not that it's wrong. Please hear Apostle Michael right now. Not that it's wrong. And the idea we hear, let's, let's break those things off. I get it. We break them off. Yes, they have to come off. But we can't leave those things unbroken alone. We need to take another step and ask, as they are broken off, that they be destroyed. Do you know why? Because if something is broken, it can be repaired. But when something is destroyed, come on, it, cannot, it can no longer function. It can no longer walk. I come to this conclusion because it was one time when I was praying praying uh, in intercession and praying, and, and I had uh, walked into a, an area where there was a war, a battle. And I was on the behind the scenes, and I can see the enemy, the enemies, excuse me, going through the spoils of the war. And the things that were destroyed, they left behind. But the things that they saw that were broken, come on somebody, they went over and picked them up. So they would take them back and put them back into, into, into place to be repaired so that they could use them again. Is somebody hearing this? Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Just as God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, His only begotten Son, and gave Him power to go about doing and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, you too, you're anointed to heal those who are oppressed. Those who are depressed, those who are being attacked in their minds with thoughts of suicide. God has anointed you for such an hour as this. Hallelujah. I want to move to this area now. We're talking about the patriarchs of the Old Testament events. And understand this too. The Old Testament events, they were the prelude to the New Testament events. And what we read in the Bible here, we got this this afternoon, that in the Old Testament times, the patriarchs that we read of, the information that's been given to us, they only operated in partial manifestations of the Holy Ghost, as the Spirit of God would come upon them. The Bible says in Old Testament times, 
uh, God moving in a direct way by the Spirit of God coming upon them when they were, he needed them to operate in the supernatural. But if we come to the New Testament and the life of Jesus, we see that Jesus baptized with the Holy Spirit, not in part, but in full baptism. Hello? We see that Jesus is the fulfillment of all miracles, signs, and wonders. He did it all. The infilling of the Holy Spirit. The anointing of God upon his life. Jesus did it all. He came fulfilling the New Testament command of God's uh, new covenant for the lives of God's people. In the Old Testament, it reads how God moves on Abraham and Sarah in her old age of 90. Sarah conceives a child by a spoken word. Read it in Genesis 15. God gave Sarah divine capability. Moses to be chosen by God to be a vessel that would deliver Israel from their 400 years of bondage as slaves. We see divine capability in Moses. Passing on a mantle from Moses to Yahshua. Yahshua is commissioned by God, promised Yahshua that Jehovah would not fail or forsake him. And to be that he would be in good courage, very courageous. Promising Yahshua everywhere. We're going we're gonna to give you something here tonight. Everywhere he placed, Yahshua placed the soles of his seed. That land would be his. That was God's promise to Yahshua. So here's the question. Come on. Here's the question. Is there a partial of land, a portion of land that you, you uh, have, have, have walked on that God's promised you for? Is there an area in your life that God has made a promise that you've not taken claim for? Come on. God gave them divine capability. God has given each one of you divine capability. I'm giving you another example here of stepping out in this divine, divine capability. We study the Word of God. We read the Word of God. We follow the instructions the best that we can. And yes, sometimes we don't follow through, but there's a, there's a portion there where uh, God's grace comes upon us and we go to Him and ask Him to forgive, forgive us. He forgives us. But we were called as a ministry team to go to somebody's house here in San Jose. It was a couple. And uh, the house was on the market, wasn't selling. Uh, the homes in the area were, uh, were selling, but their house was not selling. So they asked us to come over to, to stake the ground and pray over the house. And as we drove over to the area there, uh, we, we could feel the oppression. And we can see the activity in the spiritual realm going, going over that region. We got there in the house. It was uh, Prophetess, myself, Prophetess Yvonne, myself, and, and young Prophet Andrew. We went to the people's house. We went to the house. We could feel the, we could feel the sense of, some, of, of witchcraft operating and being, being functioning in the house. We went in. We, threw, we prayed throughout the house, and we did what we were told to do. Went to the backyard. We took claim over the land. We staked the ground. And we prayed into it. We poured the oil. We did the salt. All that was required for the staking of the ground. Within... Uh, within a, a month's time, as the house was on the market, that house finally went out, uh, went, uh, went on the market, and was sold uh, on, be, on behalf of, of the people. As we stepped out in faith, working in divine capability. Was it a coincidence? Some will say it's a coincidence. We say no. We say it's the power of God, the active power of God put into application in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you real quick about the commission of Isaiah. Now, I was going, I was reading the chapter, and I was, I thought, no, oh, no, it's just too much. 
But then the Spirit of God got a hold of me uh, by my collar here. And he said, my word needs to be heard. My word needs to be spoken. So I'm going to read very, very swiftly here. Isaiah 6. It talks about how Isaiah has been called to be a prophet. Now something happens when God calls you to be a prophet. Many people want to be a prophet. They want to step into prophet. They're not called to be a prophet. But they'll go in and they'll fill the application. Somebody listening? They'll fill it in an application to become a prophet. And in that sense, it really doesn't work. But when you're called to be a prophet by God, when he places his mantle upon you, places his anointing upon you, and put the scepter of a, man, uh, a scepter uh, of a prophet in your hand, then you know you've been commissioned and called by God. All right. Isaiah six. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphims; each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, and two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, come on, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Saints, even the angels are given divine capability. Now, we're going to rock your boat a little bit right now. Everybody, please, whatever you're doing, listen to this. Even the angels are given divine capability. Now, if, if the angels who are not heirs of salvation are given divine capabilities, how much more? Woo! How much more to those who are heirs of salvation? Galatians 4, 7, yes, hallelujah. Galatians 4, 7, that we are sons of God. We are heirs to God. Amen? Will somebody give me a yes? Will somebody give me an amen on this? And the Bible says in, in Isaiah 6, 4, And the posts on the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out. And the house was filled with smoke. When God speaks, things will move, saints. And, he's, and so the Bible says, and so Isaiah so I said, woe is me, for I am undone, because I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes, masa. for my eyes, mashaka, have seen the Lord of hosts. Isaiah was given divine capability. For those of you that are watching right now, I'm going to ask you to dip into this tonight. Listen to what God is saying. He has given you divine capability to function and operate, not only in the natural realm, to build this kingdom in this earth, but also to function in the realm of the spirit, where you will see as God sees. You will hear as God hears. You will see the activities. You'll come to the understanding of how to warfare in the spirit, to operate and function with the strategies of God in this season of development. God is ushering a word into our spirits tonight in Jesus' mighty name. We need to incline our ear to the voice of the Spirit of God as He's moving uh, in this decade of, of consecration. Paramash, I got a note here to stop. So we've got a question for you tonight. Do you really know 
what you possess as one of God's chosen? God himself giving you divine capability to gain access to all that he is and all that he has. You know, can I tell you this? Many struggle to understand. Many in the body of Christ are brothers and sisters in the faith. In the faith. Many struggle to understand the power that is in their prayers. And God has emphasized this time and time again through many of the streams and we would gather here. Saints, that your prayers, your prayers are very powerful. Many in the body of Christ don't understand the power of their prayers when they go to God and ask Him. Ask Him to do something on their behalf, to pray and to intercede. We've experienced many, many times over here in the school of intercession. As we begin to intercede and pray, God will open up our understanding to see in the realm of the Spirit so we can pray accordingly. And then when we pray accordingly, we see the manifestation of those prayers coming to pass. That's divine capability, saints. Through divine capability, Isaiah is given supernatural eyesight to see Jesus sitting upon his throne. The prophet is given ears to hear the voice of the seraphims crying, calling out to each other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled with his glory. We're putting you on the spot tonight. What are you crying out about to God? What, are, what is your cry to God tonight? What would be the desires of your heart to receive from this stream tonight? Go ahead and ask God. Cry out to God. Not only tonight in this stream, but as the days progress, He wants to hear your voice. He loves to hear your voice, saints. So we want to put you in position now to receive a prophetic word in association with this, this message of divine capability. Are you ready? Thumbs up, please. Somebody give some thumbs up. Here's the prophetic release. As I assemble you, angelic hosts prepare, excuse me, as I assemble you, angelic hosts are being prepared. Prepare yourselves for the impartation of supernatural component that will rise up within you with a desire for more of what I am releasing in the supernatural gift of revelation. What comes from the composition of this word is my ability to bring a transformation within you, providing you with understanding for the age. There is divine capability residing in you that remains dormant, says the Lord. Tonight, I, the great I am, Release my power to ignite a fire within you to initiate the release of divine capability with complete understanding. From this you will step into knowledge of how to go from divine capability to divine intervention. Taking action to improve my bride. 
the lives of my lives of the saved and the unsaved. As you turn to the life of my Christ, consider the words he spoke, the ability to perform as he prophesied over his own life. On that day of his return from his wilderness experience, did he not say, the Spirit of the Lord God, hear his beloved God. Listen, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to do what? To preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering the sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Saints, divine capability was witnessed to divine intervention. Somebody put that in the comment, divine intervention. Tonight, position yourselves by opening your hearts wide, allowing Holy Spirit to do what I have sent Him to do. Simply yield to His direction. In doing so, He will receive your intervention. Enter in bringing divine intervention for the healing of your hearts. Saints, from Elijah to Elisha, in 2 Kings 5, the transferring of a double portion of God's Spirit through the word of knowledge from one man to another. Here we see divine capability becoming divine intervention. And what God took from Elijah and placed upon Elisha, God has placed in you. In you, not on you, in you. God's plan of action, the capability of acting to perform the supernatural in the lives of his chosen has already was already predestined. And the plan was that they would operate with divine capability to witness divine intervention. Miracles took place with Elijah. The increase of the widow's oil in 2 Kings 4. Multiplication of the loaves in Kings 4. Excuse me, in Kings 4, multiplication of loaves. In Kings 4 also, the healing of Naaman. With Elijah, he divides the river Jordan, 2 Kings 2. And Elijah also causes an iron head to float in 2 Kings 6. He's revealed the secret council, opened eyes of his spirit, and he strikes the Syrian army with blindness. What are you doing against the enemies of God, the principalities? The powers, the rulers of darkness, the spiritual wickedness in high places. You know what we're talking about? Come on, come on. We're not, we're not fighting against flesh and blood. Divine capability becomes divine intervention. And it's all supernatural. It all comes from the throne room of glory. Daniel in the lion's den. Come on. Intervention. The three... Hebrew men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, thrown into a fire furnace, no harm, not even a hair on their head was singed. From divine capability to divine intervention. Esther, divine capability, divine intervention. She becomes a vessel of God, a, a chosen vessel of God to deliver her people Israel. Saints, God will move to you for an intervention. What are you talking about, Brother Michael? I'll give you this question. Have you ever prayed the prayer of salvation with somebody? That's intervention. Divine capability. And they receive salvation. Have you ever prayed for somebody for healing in their lives? 
Come on, divine capability and divine intervention. What about deliverance? Hallelujah. You pray for somebody for deliverance, there's divine capability and divine deliverance. And I say this to you because each one of you that are watching and those that are here in the sanctuary, every one of us have experienced divine capability and divine intervention. Is somebody receiving this? Come on. Is somebody in this house receiving this? From the loins of the Father, Jesus came. From the loins of the Father, Jesus came. Divine capability became, becomes divine intervention. And so we read, we understand that the birth of Jesus in the womb of Mary, God's chosen. What happens? God takes a seed, the Father of glory takes a seed from the loins, from his own loins, and places it in the womb of a chosen handmaiden. In her womb, that seed now finds its place and begins to create in the womb of a chosen vessel. In there becomes the development of, a, of an embryo uh, forming in itself into a child. That child would bring, would bring salvation unto t humanity. God chose Mary to be a vessel. God's chosen you to be a vessel. Saints, tonight God wants to make this message about you. This is not about Jesus tonight. This is all about you. Yes, you. And I'm speaking here tonight. I, I, I'm releasing this to every apostle, every prophet, every evangelist, every preacher, every minister, every born-again son and daughter of the living God. Now, you've got to fall in one of those categories. Anyone watching come into a position of one of those categories? Come on. Tonight I want to talk to someone who knows that they are chosen by God. If you know that you're chosen by God, give us a thumbs up. And I want to speak into this today. I, this, was, as this message was coming forth. I want to re release a word of evangelism through this stream right now. Those of you that are watching. In this restricted year of 2020, many of you were, were pulled back in, in the area of evangelism. But the Lord's instructed me to speak to you tonight. We're going to activate. We're going to speak into your lives. The anointing of God to activate that, that work of evangelism in you. Some of you have been introduced to the, to the streets. You're going out and taking this word uh, by divine capability and divine intervention to pray the lives of others. Tonight comes an activation by the Spirit of God in the area of evangelism. I want to ask you, if you don't know that you are God's chosen, you're going to know by the time uh, this, this stream is over tonight. We've got a good word. We have a sure word of prophecy operating. 1 Peter 2.9. We're going to back this word up again. The Bible says that as a son and daughter of the living God, you are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood, a holy nation. His own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. In John 13.18, Jesus says, I know I have who I have chosen. He knows you. 
He knows He's chosen you. In John 15, 16, He says, You did not choose Me, but I chose you, watch this, and appointed you that you should go forth and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatever you ask the Father in My name, He may give it unto you. This is divine capability with divine intervention. Saints, beloved, on your day of conversion, when you fully, watch this, hear this, come on, you got to get this. When you fully confess Jesus as Savior and Lord, believing that Abba, Abba raised His only begotten Son from the dead, the supernatural power of God, His dunamis miracle working power, the work of divine capability becomes divine intervention towards you. In you, in me, the birth of the likeness, the death, the demoth, the resemblance, the model, the fashion, the manner of God, His authority, His power, His dominion, His reign, His likeness is in every believer. Its purpose is to work you, work in you, through you, and for you, promoting kingdom life and kingdom living to so as Jesus did, revealing the kingdom of heaven in the earth. So tonight we're talking about God miracle working power. Divine capabilities. Divine interventions when you step out in faith to do what God is asking you to do. There's a tremendous move of the Holy Spirit now operating in the atmosphere. We're seeing what we come to understand, one of the greatest moves of the Holy Spirit in the area of salvation. Souls are flooding the altars of God at the altar call of salvation. Miracles are taking place. Healings are taking place. The manifestation of God's glory is flooding the earth. And I want to say on this side of the line, we know all the other things that are going on as well. But there is a demonstration of the power of God that is flooding the earth. Holy Spirit's finding the hearts and the minds of those, especially in this generation coming up. They're coming forth with a new, uh, a new approach on how to minister the Word of God in faith. Simple transparency, honesty is coming forth. People are not holding back anymore. I'm going to baka. They're talking about the things that God has done in their lives. Even the things that they have experienced. They're not embarrassed. They're willing to talk about the things that they experienced and then use that as a testimony, witness of how God changed their lives. Amen? We're talking about God's miracle working power in you. Get a hold of this. Divine capability with divine intervention. God working in you, God working through you. And to every live stream that comes through this ministry of the Holy Spirit here at Genesis Upper Room Church, there is a divine capability and divine, divine intervention being released. To every time you listen to a message, every time you go on stream, every time you revisit, every time you read the Word of God, there's a working of the Holy Spirit in you, continually operating, bringing you to, with divine capability into divine ability to function in the earth the same way Jesus functioned in the earth. We can go, we can go off on that, but we'll just, let's just stay here. And I'm not just counting the fact that... Uh, the, 
those who've gone to schools of theology, those, go, those who've gone to, to Bible school and, and Bible college and have received the degrees. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is a divine capability, divine intervention of the Holy Spirit. All the knowledge from theology, Bible college, and, and, and Bible study, it is all representing the kingdom of God. And it gives you the ability to move forward in the things that God is asking you to, asking you to do. All purposeful. Even in the area of the gifts of the Spirit, there is an influence of the, of the Spirit of God upon the lives of God's people right now. They're getting hold of, of this concept. You know, we are a kingdom church under an apostolic uh, and prophetic mantle, we, we operate in the gifts and the purpose of Genesis Upper Church was to come forth as a school of prophecy to, to raise up men and women of God to be prophets in every generation. And this concept of prophecy was held back for so long. Now, within the last decade, this concept of prophecy functioning and operating in the body of Christ, God raising up from past generations to this generation and the generation coming up to understand and consider this invaluable, invaluable inspirational gift to prophesy by the Spirit of the living God. There's a release right now. Come on. From heaven into the earth, there's a release right now through this stream in Jesus' mighty name. Those of you who've been uh, act, uh, participating and, and actively waiting for God to move, in, move upon you, to stir up that gift of prophecy. Now, prophecy is an inspirational gift. It doesn't put you in the office of a prophet, but it gives you the ability to prophesy and to speak as God would ask you to speak. I'm going to hit on two things right now in the area of inspiration. One, the gift of prophecy, and two, the gift of glossalia. The speaking in tongues. For those of you watching right now, if you feel that you've not been functioning at a level that you want to function in either one of these inspirational gifts, I'm going to ask you to just lift your hands to heaven right now. Come on. Lift your hands to heaven right now. Those of you in the sanctuary, same concept. And begin to lift your hands to heaven and begin to give praise. Come on. Just begin to worship God. Don't ask Him for anything. We're going to release this in just a minute. Marabusha, that the gift marabra of prophecy become activated with accuracy and that supernatural gift of speaking in a spiritual language would come forth in Jesus' mighty name. Go ahead. Lift your hands. Lift your hands to God. Say, Marabusha, and just worship. Simply worship Him. Give Him praise. As you lift your hands to heaven with childlike faith, expect God to anoint you right now and in filling a stirring up of the inspirational gift of prophecy, the acknowledgement. There you go. Somebody, I see, I see four people right now. All of a sudden, a language is coming out of your mouth that you've never spoken before. That's intervention. That's divine capability. That's divine intervention right now. Right now upon you. In the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit and because of the blood of the Lamb. Let you soak in that for just a minute. Go ahead, continue to lift your hands to heaven. Missy, I hear sounds. I hear sounds maraka in the spirit. There's a resonating in the spirit right now. My angels are on the scene. Kira bo si pritiya pariyarapakon. 
somebody's just went out on the limb with childlike faith. There's a condition in your stomach that you've had for over a year, right? Over a year. And because you're stepping out right now, you lift your hands to heaven. Place your hand upon your stomach right now and begin to, yeah, and begin to give praise unto God. Just thank Him. Don't ask Him for anything. Just begin to praise Him right now. Somebody, you have a, 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 an ear, a deaf ear. In the name of Jesus, I call that ear to be open right now. This is divine capability. This is what we're talking about. Divine intervention. That is, you speak something into the atmosphere. Holy Spirit will move. As He reveals it to you, Holy Spirit will move upon that thing and bring it to pass. I'm just getting this word conjunctivitis. In the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, I declare into that sickness, that infirmity right now to be loosed in Jesus' mighty name. I speak to you now. Dry up now in Jesus' mighty name. Conjunctivitis. Somebody you're watching this stream right now, it's difficult for you to walk a long distance because you have vascularities, bulging veins. It's an intensity. When you lay down, you go to sleep, what they call that sleeping legs. There's no circulation. I'm going to ask you to move on this word right now. Stand up if you're sitting and begin to exercise. Begin to pick up your knees to your chest. Do it by faith in the Son of the living God. And I see right now, as this is going forth, within seven days, you're going to receive, you're going to see the reduction of those bulging veins uh, come down to normality in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody with alopecia areata, balding in spots, lays your hands upon your head right now and begin to speak into that, that scalp growth, the return of that growth uh, in those areas, those balding spots in Jesus' mighty name. There's a, a brother and Lord watching. You injured your, your shoulder in working out, lifting weights. You've got a torn... Um, uh, what is it called? Somebody help me out. What is it called? A torn... Um, Rotator cuff, thank you. Begin to, to lift your hand up. Uh, bring it back down, retract it, lift it up and retract it. You're going to begin to feel a full range of motion uh, in, in that shoulder right now. Mara, in Jesus' mighty name. Shereko bara la bosedepiki. Shekaria rabaka. Somebody else, you've been, uh, we're, in it, we're, the, we're in the gym area right now. Hallelujah. Somebody, you've got a meniscus tear, a torn meniscus in your, uh, in your knee. I see God in, in repairing of that meniscus, Mara, that, 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 um, that, that chronic pain Maka, in your knee. It ceases right now in Jesus' mighty name. I, I see it. I see the tear in the, in, the, in the meniscus. I see it being repaired, being woven back together by the Spirit of the living God. This is divine capability and divine intervention. Saints, rise up in the opportunity. When you go to a place, when you have an opportunity to pray or to prophesy, step into this thing. 
Take this word with you tonight as, as we, we go offline. And understand, God has given you divine, godly capability, divine intervention, a godly intervention by the Spirit of God to speak as He would have you to speak and do what He's asking you to do. It's nothing to do with you. It has absolutely nothing to do about you. It's all about the Spirit of the living God operating in you and through you. But tonight this word is to you. It's all about you. Hallelujah. Shuko. In the spirit, I see a, a, cl a cloud settling in this house. There's no stirring. It's just completely settling. I see shalom in the cloud, the peace of God in the cloud. Stay with Brother Michael on this, please. Shika priti suraboko. In the spirit, I see somebody who's been bedridden for three months. I don't know if it's a result of COVID or, or what it is, but it was an attempt of the enemy to keep them bedridden. You've been praying for them. Marabrako. And the Lord's giving you a specific number. In seven days from tonight, this Monday, in seven days, you're going to see them get up out of the bed, out of that, that, that bed, Marakosha, as a result of your prayers. And I see total restoration. The thing that they became handicapped in as a result of this, this attack. I see complete and total restoration. A clarity of mind. They were not able to talk. They were not able to speak. Uh, their limbs were without strength. I see them getting up, sitting up, turning their, rotating their bodies, sliding their legs off the bed and onto the ground, getting up and walking. So specific. Here it is. So specific. I see um, slippers. Uh, on the side of the bed. They're going to get up and put their feet in those slippers and they're going to begin to walk in Jesus' mighty name. Come on. Is somebody watching? Is somebody in this house will give a witness to this word tonight in Jesus' mighty name? Shika baria rabaka. I want to release a prophecy here. Are we going to release a prophecy here? And we're going to wrap this, this stream up for tonight. But we're going to step into something, another area as well, as we wrap this up. Are you ready for the prophetic release, saints? Mm -hmm. Two out of the three in the house say amen. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Marabropo shike sidibriki. And Lord, I thank you. Holy Spirit, I thank you because you're the one who apologizes. You're the one who forgives. You're the one who, yes, gives grace. In a moment of need. So I thank you. I, I praise you, Maraka. Truly as your word says, truly as your word says, is alive truly as you are alive you say it's not by might nor by power but by my spirit says the lord of hosts are you ready for the prophetic release saints Amen. this is god's word to you and saints he loves you god, god loves you so big he loves you so great shika biti masiki and again i i see somebody 
uh, right now, and I see the hand of Jesus on your heart. It's on your chest, but it's, He's on your heart. And you're in this stream right now. And I see the laceration. I see the broken peace in your heart. And God's speaking to you tonight right now. And I see the virtue, yes, I see the virtue of God going from His hand into your heart to heal that wounded area. That offense, didn't. it came through flesh and blood, but it was an attempt of the enemy to use somebody to bring such an offense that it broke your heart. And God's telling me to tell you, restoration will come. He will heal that relationship again. But it's, it, it really is up to you. And the moment that you open up your heart and you ask God to forgive them and you forgive them and forgive yourself, you'll see a tremendous work, a divine capability, a divine intervention on the part of God healing that area in your heart in Jesus' mighty name. It's a, a sister in the Lord. It has to do with a marriage relationship and your husband. That's, that's all God's given you right now. But this word is for you. If you receive it and move upon what God just gave you the instruction to do, He'll make it right. He'll make it right. Amen? Amen. Alright. Here's a prophecy. I say, here's a prophecy. Maybe not. No, here we go. Beloved, I have a unique purpose ready to be birthed out of you, says the Lord. An ongoing purpose to take you on a deep and more personal walk with me. I want you to know that with me, all things are possible to those who believe. I am releasing a fresh sound into the atmosphere that will turn your spirit man to my throne room. If somebody, help me out. To my throne room where you will encounter the release of my power in your lives. There you will be witnesses to the creative power and intervention of heaven's gain in your lives. This will take place as you come to me, as you seek me out through moments of intimacy. As you do, you will feel the embracing of my arms with the richest richness of my love unconditional. Its purpose is to escort you into the realms of my kingdom, giving you insight into the days that are ahead. In those realms, you will understand the power of my word operating where there is no fear. Oh, somebody. No fear, no troubles, no doubt and no unbelief. No strongholds to fear or any other strategies that the enemy uses to bring my people into bondage. Tonight, embrace what I am offering today and step into your predestined destiny, says the Spirit of the living God. Hallelujah.